0: chapter twenty seven of i mary mclean by mary mclean this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by lynn thompson chapter twenty seven instinct a first law Tomorrow. i long to do a murder despite my futile way of life and my rotting destroying half acquiescence in it i have a furious positive murder in me One near me in my daily life injures me and goes on injuring me in a way which is scourging and malicious and intensely petty. There is in it helpless humiliation for me, me self-loving, proud, and interminably unsuppliant, and it makes maddening murder rise in me. I don't know why I do not do the murder. I have nothing to lose by paying the law penalty nothing but my life and my life is stripped bare and was always barren by god's decree of all that makes a life sacred or lovely or precious for long years and years since child days i have been lost i don't know why i do not do the murder except that i think of it and brood over it and turn it round and round smoulderingly in my mind from no choice I have tried to push the feeling away as a common thing beneath me. It is beneath me, for I am not little but some way big. But my mind will take its toll of all that confronts me. The humiliation and the helplessness to combat being humiliated in me, who keep a casual proudness toward people, is like a secret hot sword thrust and kept freshly thrust in my flesh. It makes me wild to do the murder, but it makes me brood over it till the red act is lost in red brooding there come also thinkings murder any murder is in its essence cowardly a slinking meanness and i am not cowardly and i am not mean i am above malice and retaliation all such impoverished impoverishing emotions a shrug of my shoulders and they are satisfied The impulse to hit back after a bitter wound is not of vengeance. It is instinct, a first law. But murder is self-accusingly cowardly and sneakingly human. I can't get away from that. To take away a person's life is like setting fire to his house, an officiously stooping act. It's for me to live my life in aloof self-sufficiency no human malice should reach me in it then it's not for me to reach out of it and stain my good fingers with unpleasant sticky blood i am always in a prison of radiance and gloom but the mere habit of being a human being is breakingly insistent no matter how many or how few frocks one owns neither of my two dresses is a protection against humiliation A thin black serge dress gives me to myself a melancholy, cold, inert air. But beneath the smooth-fitting breast of it comes too often a throbbing, frightful to feel, frightful to know, made of fierce, petty anger and abasing hurt. I hide it, and me, in my room and twist my hands together and walk my floor, and a hurricane of helpless, bitter, trifling woe shakes and wrenches me then murder enters me what humiliates me is an obvious common thing that to any human one would mean hurt and more hurt though i am determinedly brave i am sensitive i do not write itself because this is the book of me and not of people it is a slight a poor and vivid cruelness there is the tie of blood in it which in all ways from a deep heritage i respect and it rubs an added stinging poison in the wound. It is an injury I do not deserve. What I deserve, I accept. What I do not deserve, pressed on me to humiliate me, makes murder in me, regardless of the other one. It would be simpler and finer for me to do that murder than to keep it in me. So many times in a week the trembling, smothering longing to do that murder beats beats in my thin breast to be so owned by a thing so small it is grief and despair and fury and wild nervous intolerableness it strains my flesh it wrenches my pulse it blinds my eyes it fills my throat it would be a simpler and finer thing to do any murder than to feel even once the strangling damnedness rising rising at my throat. End of chapter 27